Welcome back to the Just Chirpin' Podcast. This is episode 49. I can't believe it's episode 49. I know. It's hard to believe. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. Nobody's killed anybody. No matter where Um, you go, there you are. Nobody's wiped anybody out. Nobody's quit. Nobody's got fired. Yeah, so we're fast approaching uh, the one-year mark at 52 would be a full calendar year. I don't think we've we've missed one week, right? We took you off did. one week. Mm. We all did. We took off one week and we that was when we started the chronicle of barley. Oh, cuz everyone was sick. Um yeah, it was right after the new year. I was not sick. Everybody Y'all but were sick. Chris and Brent were had a touch of the the hard sniffles or the the virus as they say. 49. Yeah. Getting there. That's cool, though, to think about. I mean, when we started. And this is like when we started releasing episodes. Uh, me, me and you had done this for quite some time with Chris uh, hanging out. Yeah. You know, practicing for many of episodes before we even got all the equipment. I think we should bring back Tool Talk. Tool Talk and Trailer <laughs> Hitch Time. I Tool Talk? I remember when we tried that. Yeah. I don't know why, how you could talk for 45 minutes about whether you prefer battery or corded power tools. <laughs> but we figured it out. Jay and I could easy. Oh, yeah. You know? Or we, you know, DeWalt, uh, did we just start Tool Talk? I don't know. No, let's not start Tool Talk. <laughs> so, again, we're, we're recording the show without Brent. He's feverishly working on the ice rink, trying to get all the rain off from it. What in the fuck? What, you grab Is a, that a diet Pepsi? You grabbed a Goose Island? Oh, my gosh. I nice. thought I thought it was one of my... You thought uh, that was a Coors? I thought it was one That's of my Coors. IPA. Somebody left that here. I think there's two of them in there, so if you like it, you can have the other one. So, listeners, I bring <laughs> Coors and drink them, and I thought I grabbed a Coors. This Whoa, looks when did this like, start? A, Coors look like a Coors can. When did you start bringing your own beverages? You, this he, is an IPA. I think you still have a couple of Coors. I moved them from the far right fridge to the middle fridge. Yeah, th- I thought I grabbed one. Maybe they're in there. I just Look at you bragging about having multiple fridges. They're mini fridges. <laughs> <laughs> multiple mini fridges. And, and one I, I, I got for free. The other one I got when I graduated high school and stayed at home and went to college. And that compressor's still running. Can you believe it? They made, they made them good back then. Heck yeah. They did. They did. If you want something that'll be made to last, go ahead and check out Pirani's Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player. I'm not gonna lie, Chris. You're getting pretty good with uh, the Q ins. I try. That's why we keep him around. Yeah, honestly, he's doing pretty. It's good. not just another handsome face that knows a little bit about hockey. No, well, <laughs> well, that's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> On the agenda today, listeners, um, we're getting into some news. <clears throat> we're gonna cover some some stuff about the trucker protest. Um, we have the capital. I'm calling it the capital jargon. So there's been some conspiracy stuff going on at the capital. Uh, Chris is going to inform us on. So we got some information about faster horses. Jumping in from there, we got Vegas talk, right? I just got back. Yep. And was uh, there for the game. Um, jumping into uh, the All-Star Games, we got March Hands BS that happened. We have the co-ed hockey that you just had this weekend in town, mm-hmm. as well as some Olympic talk. Yeah, that's about the show. That's about the show. So Thanks for listening. Like, follow, subscribe. Yeah, so like, you never miss a new episode. Right. We'll I, see I, at the rink. We might get more <laughs> listeners if we made them that quick. <laughs> what do we add? People uh, probably wish we would. 401. Perfect. Well, Chris. Cut and clip. 
Let's talk about oh. the, this trucker protest, that was, buddy. That was me. All right. That was a cue. Well, Sorry. you know all that good stuff you said about him a minute ago? Yeah. The cue. I'm fired Take now. Take it back. <laughs> the you suck. So apparently the protest up in Canada has continued on. And as we had kind of talked about last week, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if it would spread beyond the capital up there in Ottawa. Ottawa. Um, and it apparently has started to spread over to the great state of Michigan here. And apparently the Ambassador Bridge has been closed now um, since, I believe, Monday of this week. So two to three days now um, that it's been blocked. I'm not sure if it's just on the Canadian side or if it's both sides. I thought I read in the article that you sent over that there was still U.S. to Canada travel, but they stopped the the Canada and US. It was the Ambassador Bridge or whatever was clogged up. So they were yeah. sending people over to the other bridge or whatever. There's a tunnel. They, there's a tunnel. There's a tunnel, else. but the, the big rigs can't go in the tunnel. So they just all convoyed across, and the first guy stopped, and then they stopped. I and just backed on up from there. Backed up from there. Mm-hmm. So um, is, the, is that bridge rated for? that much weight to be sitting on it without moving. <laughs> so if it wasn't the same company that built the one out in Pennsylvania that <laughs> collapsed a couple weeks ago. Holy crap. So apparently they are starting to have some of their demands met. Um, I heard that Saskatchewan started to... Saskatchewan. Is that right? <laughs> or Saskatoon. Um, started to relieve... Um, some of their restrictions and stuff. So they're starting to make some round on it or some ground on it. But if you watch the news reports, they're actually finally starting to get a little more accurate on what you're seeing because a week ago, the Canadian prime minister was out there talking about it being a bunch of racist, you know, white national Jew hating homophobic uh, bigot jerks and stuff that were out there. I thought Justin Trudeau was in hiding. He was. He brought his podium with him to his lake house so he could, you know. <laughs> and, his, and his bulletproof vest just in case anybody from the vac shack got out and went after him. Apparently. <laughs> but the news media, it's, they're kind of catching on that this isn't some big violent protest. The only photo that, you know, mysteriously happened was with some guy with a Confederate flag and a swastika flag, which apparently still had the creases in it from, you know, the Amazon shipment. So, um, I perfectly staged, you know, a photographer was at the right place, apparently at the right right time time, with this guy out there with a flag on while he was, um, fully covered in a face mask and ski mask. So he was obviously hiding his identity or was he just in sunglasses? Was he worried about the virus or was he, I don't think anybody that's in that protest, or the convoy is worried about the virus. So, so you found the article and you've been, you're the news guy. You follow up with the current events and stuff like that. When they park their trucks in a line on the bridge, blocking all the lanes and stuff, do these truckers just stay at idle or do they close, shut them down, lock them up? And, and I think they stay out there away? with them. A lot of them, I don't know about on the bridge, um, but I know that the ones in Canada, in Ottawa, um, they've been staying. They're around the cat, the town, and they're blocking off like various entrances mm-hmm. and exits. Right, and they're in the city and stuff. They're yeah, encircled um, Parliament Hill, I think it's called, mm-hmm. and stuff. And they've been staying there um, overnight. You know, you can't really, especially in the cold like that, you can't 
not have your truck running and stuff. Yeah. So I just they gotta, just, they've been living at it. They're, you know, long haul truckers and yeah. stuff for the most part. So I just wonder how long, in it. how long the, the fuel lasts. Like they got to be getting to a point with after a few days that it can't idle anymore. You're going to run out of fuel. And right. Then, then you're going to need a tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, people were bringing in fuel. And then the cops a couple days ago or earlier this week, um, since they couldn't get any tow trucks to come and tow them out, the mm-hmm. cops were um, set to put a hold on people bringing in gasoline or diesel fuel and stuff because people were bringing that in. And that's where that whole controversy with the GoFundMe campaign being taken down or whatever was because people had donated money so that they could purchase fuel and, you know, get it in there for the truckers and stuff yeah. to keep their rigs. Uh, going. That's why diesel's up to $4 a gallon right now. I don't think that's why oh, they take, but. they took it all. <laughs> I heard, um, uh, like on that point with the, um, the truckers being around town. Um, I had heard that they're, they're kind of affecting some of the people that aren't involved. Like the, the citizens are having a hard time getting in and out of their, uh, respective job, uh, parking ramps or garages or whatever, or their personal homes or, you know, people that live in the town or whatever in apartments, they're, they're struggling to get to and fro based on tough cookies, I guess. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. I guess they really don't have a chance. Yeah. There was oh. a video that went, that came out last week of um, some Karen freaking out at one of the truck drivers. This guy came out and he's like, I haven't yelling at him. Like I haven't been able to sleep for, you know, like five nights or something like that because, because of the honking and stuff. Oh, really? So, the honking, I guess they put a kibosh on. Um, a judge ruled on that and said that they can't honk like after 8 p.m. or something like that or at all for like 10 days or something well, it's like not that. a honk. That's a, a foghorn. Well. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to the fuel, though. A judge did reverse that or put a stop to the police um, seizing it or whatever, put a stop against it. So they're able to get some fuel back in there. Yeah, too. I don't. I, I I'm with that. I don't think that that's fair. I, maybe what they could do is is put a boot on their truck, so that they can't drive off when they're ready to drive off, and they can get penalized. Pay their or fine or whatever. Yeah. Pay your fine, get the boot taken off, and then you can go when all of this settles down and is done and over with. They've actually, I guess, the crime has dropped in the city since they've been in there. Um, just I guess you know with having all these people around. Is it and because stuff, all the dirty truckers are aren't out there fleeing and looting? Apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> just apparently kidding. they um, set up a soup kitchen for. There's kind of like a homeless encampment area there, and the truckers have set up a soup kitchen and stuff. So they've been out there like feeding the homeless and stuff. After I guess last week there was some story that came out that some of the truckers went to a soup kitchen. And, you know, ask for food because none of the restaurants would let them in without their, you know, vaccine cards or whatever. Wow. So they kind of flipped. They were getting some bad press on that, you know, stealing from the homeless or whatever. Oh, boy. So they kind of uh, flipped it on them, and now they've set up their own soup kitchen. And they're going around um, when it's been snowing, shoveling off the sidewalks and taking care of the city and stuff. Oh, well, that's nice. It's kind of funny, too, watching them because they literally are living there. They're playing, like, hockey in the streets and stuff, you know, little floor hockey action going on and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Well, if they're getting some of their way, you know, the the, um, parliament government is is given in on some of these things. So maybe maybe their agenda will be met based on waiting this out. I I think it's a pretty 
pretty good cause. Mm -hmm. I don't think it really makes any sense to mandate that um, tractor truck drivers have a vaccine. Well, it started with that. When they and now have... it's just they want all restrictions done and over with, yeah. which I think would make sense. Because they don't. They don't really communicate with anybody. They're hauling a load to a No, place. not just with truckers, like all yeah. in there in well, Canada. For all of Canada. Right. It, the, uh, the Canadian people have been dealing with this probably the worst out of everybody based on how tight things have been up Yeah, they've there. been like Whitmer in March and April of 2020 yeah. the, this whole time. They've never relaxed anything <laughs> and... You know, you can't go to the barn or you can't go to an NHL barn and watch hockey. There, there's certain areas where they're not letting people in. We talked about how they let people in, but they wouldn't sell beer and shit like that. And I mean, I think hockey and beer in Canada are, you know, like a threesome that are destined for each other. Yeah, I don't think you'd get me in a barn if I couldn't have a beer or two. Yeah, you sit and watch uh, hockey sober, or, or oh, you just geez. be sober. <laughs> <laughs> I watched hockey sober, and it was awkward. That yeah. was this past. So weekend. like, what do you do with your hands? <laughs> was that exactly? At, was that at one of your sons' games? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm definitely sober for those. You're the drunk coach out there, eh? Just, I'm just drinking coffee in <laughs> yes, that cup. Yes, of course. There's no Baileys in here. So we covered a little bit of the uh, Canadian government. What's going on in, with in Well, the with US? that, it's oh. going to be interested to see. If I thought this... that was the segue opportunity. Oh, it Shit. is. <laughs> <laughs> just to see if it continues on. Um, apparently, there's some talk of a protest, you know, towards D.C. Coming Excuse me, from for March. The truckers. Yeah, from the truckers down to D.C., so hey, if it works in Canada, maybe it'll work here in the U.S. I don't know. I think they could back up uh, between you know Lansing and Detroit. You know that whole stretch of I ninety six. Hey, I think it's awesome. I hope they do make some changes. In a hundred percent honesty, we're li we are living in a world uh, unlike any of us. Our parents before us most likely have ever seen. Like this definitely, is, our parents, our grandparents went through a pandemic, but our parents well, have never been. Not even a pandemic, but like. Re uh, what's that say? Uh, if practicing our right, pra uh, forcing our right, you know what I mean? Like we're you're, really. I think what you're trying to say is an overreach of government. Yes. Well, there's been lots of people that have lived under authoritarian and totalitarian governments. Well, yeah, in there's the past always. Years. But this is like to me, like this is this is probably one of the bigger movements of fight back on mm -hmm. the government that I can think of in probably the last. Kind of seem more effective 50? here in Grand Rapids to sure. just go around and light police cars on fire like and since, break windows. Since black, Apparently black rights, right? Like, I mean, that's like the next movement I can see in my 50s and 60s. So yeah. these guys are protesting. They're not causing any – they're causing inconvenience. Right. It's an – right. Like sit-ins and stuff. Like you like, said, they're not burning – and breaking no. in and looting. Crime's actually no. gone down in so, <laughs> this city. No, it's, it's not hurting anybody, but it is costing massive amounts of money to the rich and the powerful, which d does come at an inconvenience to some of us, like, right, but we're having trouble getting certain things, uh, ordering certain stuff. You know, we can't get well, freaking step trade, steel. The trade between U.S. and Canada basically comes right through Detroit. It's 400 million? No. It's like three hundred million a week or something goes through there. Yeah. So well, like they were saying like four yeah. bill or a billion something if, like if that all over of these a guys, month or something. If all these guys stop driving, I think they, we're gonna feel it down here. 
And they're going to feel it up there. Oh, yeah. I thought the article said like 364 million a day. Oh, a day. Okay. Come yeah, that's there. right. It sounds about right. Yeah. But, that's, but that's awesome. Like, yes, it's a small inconvenience. But if it's going to make life better for Americans and, and put government help, like a way of putting government uh, back in their back place, in like yeah. that's mm-hmm. awesome. And I think that's – I think that will get more and more people to get involved. And what a better time now than to take con- back control of our country, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I think that makes sense. To be completely honest, I feel like things have gotten out of freaking control and the wrong people are have all the power and it's kind of BS if you ask me. Yeah. I do not disagree with that. I do not. So, <laughs> you know, go and, hey, let get, someone hey, lend me your semi truck. I don't I'll think take you a need week to have a semi. I'll go right there grab your truck. I'll Grab my little Highlander grocery getter and we can, <laughs> we can just, go park we'll, in between some we'll big go, rigs. We'll go up to Brian's house and grab his fifth wheel. We'll hook it up on one of our trucks and we'll just hook we'll, truck to truck to truck. Like I'll tow you, I'll tow your truck. Your truck tows Brian's truck. <laughs> there you go. Actually, you should tow mine and then mine to Brian. We'll just weld them up together. <laughs> Yours has probably got the most power out of all of us. No, we'll it's just gonna get be like when I followed you guys on a motorcycle ride in my car. Yes. <laughs> you guys are all on <laughs> your motorcycles. I was like, I want to go to the bar with you and followed along in my car. I do remember. I do there. remember that. At least we we had sa- safety behind us. Yeah, you know, Chris wasn't going to rear end us like some teeny bopper not paying attention. Yeah, texting. true that. True, true, true. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's get Unless into this capital. So speaking of um corruption and you know the wrong people having power, <laughs> this uh, started to bubble up today that. A congressman, U.S. congressman, um, his office was broken into. They discovered that some purported construction workers that were in his office, I think last week, were actually Capitol Police officers, like in disguise, that had came into his office and were rooming around uh, looking for who knows what. Um, they kind of tried to tie it back to like the whole January 6th thing with like, because this guy has been a little outspoken um, against the proceedings and everything. But it just seemed a little, well, obviously it's not right, you know, to have Capitol Police sitting there going through an elected representative's office like that. Mm. So I'm guessing there's probably going to be a lot more to this um, that we will keep an eye on over the next few weeks and months. So Yeah, kind of the tip of the iceberg here. Most likely. Or we won't hear anything further of it. Could just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all that I have on that one. No, that's yeah, fine. I don't really have much to Speaking add. Speaking of the wrong people also in power, uh, San Francisco is now, or I don't, I think it's in San Francisco where somebody with the Biden administration is now giving out free crack pipes to promote racial equity. <laughs> Literally, that's what they said. They're doing it to promote racial equity. Here, I've been paying for mine all along, and I could have gotten a free one. A free crack pipe? It's like the free COVID test that you can have delivered to your house. I want a free crack pipe. I don't even know how to work a crack pipe. What do you do with it? I think it's the same as any other pipe, maybe. No, I think crack, you like, it's like a powder, and you put it in there, and it's all, it's like a glass bubble at the end, and you got to like heat the bubble up. It's like freebasing. I think that's how you smoke crack. Wow. You know an awful lot about crack. I watch a lot of movies, and I also <laughs> watch that show called Drugs, Inc. Mm. You ever watch that? I've never watched it. So the Drugs, Inc. is really cool. They, like, follow around mad drug dealers, and 
they do their all their drug and it like it's like inside the drug wow. business so like how they get it where they, you know they don't tell you like super specifics and they wear masks like the whole time you can never see anybody's face but and their their voices are changed but mm. um it's all about how the drug <laughs> world anonymous. works so whether it be like heroin cocaine marijuana and it's you know, it's they're usually getting like dudes that are dealing millions of dollars of drugs. Holy cow. It's really cool. It's a good show. You'd really like it. It's a documentary, if you will. I have to check it out. Yes. So I think it's called Drugs Inc. I know Anyways, I've heard of it. Um talk speaking of drugs, faster horses. <laughs> I don't know if they're the big drug festival in Michigan. I think there's some other ones that, you know, Probably yeah, there's, take that honor. there's just article. a lot of marijuana at at, uh, at Faster Horses. I would bunch, imagine a bunch that. of country people. But the today, article you sent had was comparing Faster Horses right. to Electric Forest. Yeah, yeah, concert. it's pretty big. So I would think the drugs would probably be a little wild on the latter opposed to the prior. It is or the former. On that Faster Horses this week or today announced their lineup for the concert over at MIS. Um, headlining this year are. Tim McGraw, Morgan Wallen, and Eric Church are the big headliners. Also in the lineup, uh, Laura, Lauren, Elena, Brothers Osborne, Jordan Davis, Chris ja- uh, Jansen, Ashley McBride, Jake Owen, Michael Ray, Caitlin Smith, Cole Swindell, and Morgan Wade. So they're going to have a pretty solid lineup. That's a good lineup. Sounds better than the B93 birthday bash lineup with Toby Keith headlining. <laughs> have you guys ever been to Faster Horses? I've never been to Faster Horses. I want horses. to. I went, uh, I think it was the, the summer after I graduated with a bunch of friends from college. So that was like 18 years ago, huh? Ooh, first no. Just first I graduated, horses. I think, in 2013. I went to the original so one. I think it would have been like 14 or 15. I've been trying to get a group together the last few years to go and, you know, being a bit older and more established, um, I don't necessarily want to do the like campground with the big crowds of people and all of that. I want a working toilet and a shower. So I priced myself out of it uh, between a suite ticket or a VIP ticket, which was like 500 bucks and RV campsite, which is like 500 and, we and then an RV, an RV rental, <laughs> another like five to 600 got yeah, pretty expensive for me and for everyone else. So I don't know, maybe this year based on the headlines, headliners, I, I well, went, what? no, didn't they say you had to be vaccinated too? Uh, you can take a COVID test. I saw an article that, that said will probably you go away by then, by the summer, but yeah, you had to have second, you know, your two shots or whatever, probably three. Because they released that that uh, second booster, I couldn't or a negative test within seventy two hours. I could not tell you who is there in the lineup when I went. Although we did stay in the infield. Um, now, gosh, I was you know I was still in my twenties, so that was uh, well, higher twenties, but twenties. <laughs> <laughs> that was my a lot of fun. 20s. Um, just because people take this to the next level, they show up with buses that have been re i mean like when i say remade i mean like they put they put like platforms on the tops of these things and then they put platforms that come out that fold up and poles go on the ground and they turn these things into strip strip club stages (laughs) i shit i shit you not and and by 10 o'clock at night they are full strip club 
Wow. Like girls just walking up there and stripping. I have seen. What's the cover charge? Some of the craziest stuff. Uh, I think our tickets when we got them was. No, around. no, no. Cover charge <laughs> for the strip club. Oh, no. There's like buses that they all. Like these guys must come together and they get a huge line and they have this all these buses and they're all. Di- like one's a little club. And so like they have like this thing up top and down low and it's set up kind of like they set up like a club. I mean, I don't know if these guys are still going, but it is a thing. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I, I, I'm pretty. These probably are lifers. Yeah. Um, it, but it's crazy. I mean, you're in your. We sleep in tents, so people walking and bumping into your tent and like falling over on your tent, dude. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I could not handle that. Just, and I'd also want a shower and a now they do flushing toilet. So and they stuff. do have in the. It's in the infield of a raceway, so there is toiletries like bathrooms and stuff and then they have they bring in big shower semi trucks and people can use the showers and they're like the ones oh, really? that are transportable semi truck mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you walk in and it's like walk up a step 10, and you get in and you get in it to it like a trailer and yeah. then it's like 15 showers 10 15 showers yeah oh. semi truck all stainless stain steel yeah so they do have a place for you to shower and stuff um do they charge for that no, it's if you're in the infield, like it's that's all that's part included. of your package. Oh, yeah, that's kind of nice. Yeah, you don't have to bring like quarters, and you know, every two right. minutes no. the hot water turns off. And <laughs> no, and they have like a big bath. They have a no, couple that, big bathroom houses, <laughs> but it's uh, and you can leave and pull in and out of there. And there's like a little grocery store down the way, so you can get everything you need. And you have fires and stuff, so it's pretty legit. It was a lot of fun. Um, I think that that so that year they had, and I don't know if they do it anymore, but they had a bubble house so like they did a huge tent that they just filled with bubbles and uh i don't know because there's a lot of you know a lot of people going there to you know do I've the been old, to a foam party no like you take it because the foam's like up to your head like yeah. it's everywhere so like oh people so you are mean a banging foam yeah it's like Not a, foam. a foam party not a bubble. What happens if Sorry, you bump foam. into somebody else yeah. and you're doing it and they're doing it and pee pee touch bum bum? Oh man, you give a high five. That's like literally I where people. I, I was so bad to the point where th- there were people like when you're standing in line to use the portajon, people you can hear people having sex in the portajons, like moaning and they Jeez. just walk out together. It is insane sex fest. Well, on that, uh, uh, M Live this year put out a hit piece um, about the rapey culture of faster horses. Thank you for, I guess, kind of verifying and validating the tone of I wouldn't be surprised, dude. The girls are so hammered and, like, flopping around everywhere. It's crazy. It it is a crazy thing. Um, I don't know if I need to go back at my (laughs) age right now, (laughs) but it was fun. It was fun. trouble. And I think it was, like, 375. Seventy a trailer bucks or something, or something uh, some VIP tickets. Yeah. Now you now a buddy of mine. You guys probably remember him, Ryan. Yeah. Um. So we hadn't talked in probably ten years, I bet. And uh, I put out a message on Facebook when I was there, like, "Hey, if anybody that knows me is here, uh, let me know. We'll meet up." Well, I'm Ryan had Ryan had reached out to me and was like, "Yo, I'm here." And so we rekindled our friendship because remember that following year I moved in with him. Yep. But uh, we rekindled our friendship. And we were yeah, like, you know, for, best friends and then took 10 years off and mm-hmm. then best friends again. Uh, maybe not quite 10 years. Maybe it was like five years or seven years. But either way, that all happened that year at Faster Horses. Faster Horses. So it was a lot of fun. But uh, so there's some good that can come but, out of that orgy. But they were staying at a tent on a campsite down the road. So, and that was pretty nice because I stayed at their, I went to theirs in the early ass in the morning and we hung out there and he cooked breakfast and everything for me. So you don't have to stay at the infield is what I'm getting at. You mm-hmm. can stay like at, like you were saying, an RV place. Um, I want my AC. 
I don't sleep well when I'm hot and yeah, flustered. That yeah. would, that would probably, that was, it was pretty hot too. It's too bad weekend. there's, because the, the, I was suggesting uh, when you brought it up, I think last year, the year before, I was saying, well, why don't we find a hotel out there? And then there's no hotel. Yeah, it's Onstead, how, Michigan, man. There how is, is there? Shit. How is there not a bunch of hotels around MIS with all of these big? Because everyone stays there. That come in that are too don't good they to only sleep have in like, the car hauler. They only have one big event. At yeah. MIS a year. Everybody they have, stays they there. Have two NASCAR races. And there's tons of campsites around there. There's a handful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, most people camping. I'm surprised they don't have a, a, a Marriott or something out there. No. no when, it's Onstead, Michigan. For, it is three weekends a nothing. year. That's not a very good return on your investment. Have you ever been to Onstead? I guess that's a good point. That's where Street Diesel Solutions is. Is in Onstead. Mm, yes. It's like three miles away from that place. Okay. Yep. I haven't been to, to Street Diesel. I'm surprised uh, nobody's made like area. hotels and semi truck trailers yet, with like five rooms. Because what moving, are they, fifty feet or something? Moving hotels, that'd yeah, be cool. Something yeah. like that. Them, rent them. Mm-hmm. I guess that's idea. literally a, put a shower in them. Hey, you just gave me a new business venture. It's a great idea. I'm toying on it. Here, Chris is like, <laughs> does my idea? <laughs> we just told the world about it. Oh, all ten listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, but with that article that M Live was talking about, they. Uh, painted a very grim and grisly picture for any woman that was there, basically that they were going to get raped uh, because everybody was drunk. Was kind of the tone that M Live took with it. Um, obviously, when stuff happens like that, it's never good. You know, you do mix in a lot of alcohol in a situation like that, and it's not going to be good. Um, but for faster horses, they were saying that. Um, rapes are 5.5 times more likely than the state of Michigan average. And at Electric Forest, which was the other one that they were comparing it to, a year like 2.3 times as likely to be raped or have a sexual misconduct um, report and stuff. So it's kind of interesting to see the differences between the two festivals. Yeah. So. Yeah, and they're both massive, and they're both drawn. Uh, I don't want to say by totally different crowds, but like oh, electric forest, different crowds. And that's yeah, but there's a lot of people that to... would probably go to both. Mm-hmm. But yes, if you're into like concerts, and let's put it this way, if you're into the uh, Woodstock type of stuff, both of these events are going to get you as close as you can get to that. Um, but. I would say yeah, that one is all techno and that kind of music, mm-hmm. and then you have country music. Well, and they said, too, the culture around <laughs> so Fester Horses, everybody's drinking and smoking weed. Yes. Where at Electric Forest, everybody's doing everything else. Yeah, ecstasy, uh, But, like, drinking for the most acid. part. <laughs> right. Lots of marijuana there. Um, I've never been to Electric Forest, though I've always wanted to go. Uh, now I'm too old, but I always did want to go back uh, in the day. Oh, you could still go. I don't think my wife would be like super excited for me to go to the electric forest. You have to bring her with you. She's not coming with me to electric forest. She'll go with me to faster horses. Yeah. Faster horses would be a little bit more. Maybe we should all do a faster horses. I think this would be a good year to look into that. Let's look into that. All right. Look into that. Let's not get raped though. (laughs) Um, Well, speaking of rape, we were talking about that earlier. I, when I went there, I had a girl Give me a, you know, a behind, like, I didn't know who she was. She was in front of me, she and she reached down. behind the back HJ. Well, yeah, a reach around. Like a, a reverse true reach, reach around. around. A, reverse a reverse reach, reach, reach around. around. Yeah, yeah, she gave me a reverse reach around. You know, I was taken by surprise, uh, clearly, but uh, that was a little rapey. She didn't even ask. 
Yeah, but you liked it, and you can't rape the willing, right? Well, I mean, not it's true. Not, technically, it's not how I feel in the moment. It's how I feel after the moment. Do you feel shame? Ooh, is that too far? Did I go too far? No, of course not. Good grief. Gosh. Isn't they say that? Uh, I, maybe too it was a soon. movie I watched where they were like, rape is when a girl decides she didn't want to have sex after the fact. Oh, I hadn't seen that. Rape Ouch. is rape. But I think if it's a, you know, you didn't tell her to stop, so. I did not tell her to if stop. She, if you said stop, no, go gross, get away from me or whatever, and then she did it again, then that's assault. But it was a little weird. With a deadly weapon. It was a little weird. I mean, I liked it and for the the moments that it happened, but it was weird. You said this girl was on the prowl because your buddy had the uh, same, well, maybe not the same girl, but I'm the same conf- experience. I'm confident um, yes. it's yeah. the same so, one. Okay. So she's I, got her sticks. She knows what she's the, doing. Yeah, she's she's just got trying a, to find any poles she can uh, she's got get her little hands her. on. For the listeners, I went with a group of people. <laughs> this happened to me. I came back to my group of people and told them about this, and they called me out, and they were like, bullshit, you're effing lying, especially my buddy that I went with. It was me and him and then four girls. And... Uh, and friends, four friends, girls that were friends. And then me and another male friend uh, all went to college together. So he calls me BS. He's bull, bull, bull. Well, the next night he finally comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, it happened to me too. And so we were just talking about that earlier before the show. I'm like, I'm like, God, wonder if it was the same girl because we. it was kind of in the area that we went and stood the whole time, but – Anyways, that predator has her hunting ground. I just thought I thought it was funny. Two guys in the same group got a uh, reverse reach arounds. She's got I hope my wife's stick. not listening to this one. Oh, she's definitely gonna listen. This to this one. Way before I met her. Maybe she should listen to them before she likes them on on Facebook. She does usually <laughs> listen to them. She was just talking to yesterday. She was like, "Such and such episode made me laugh." She goes, "That Stefan, he is just so funny. He's so cute. He's so darn cute." Well, interesting guys. I'm on Faster Horse's website. We could be a craft vendor and sell, I don't know, just chirping merchandise or something out there. Perfect. Maybe that's how we get in. We got to get just chirping merchandise on the lockdown. Brent, <laughs> Brent, where are you? Well, we we whoop, we haven't seen Brent in a minute, so we miss Brent. You know, you might be able to find him over at True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. Getting the skates cleaned up after all those pond hockey tournaments. Chris, you seriously <laughs> right now deserve one of these. We're going to give you one. Thank you. Just killing it, man. Just Just a, it. Take a bow for the crowd. Good for you. Very nice. Well, let's get into this, some of those um, the meat and potatoes. You're going to tell us about your all-star weekend or – well, let's jump into the All Star Games, and then uh, okay. we'll go. We'll cut back, and I'll tell you what I, what I saw. So, one of my things that keeps sticking out is uh, Zgress. So we sent just chirpin sent Jay to the All Star Game. Yes, we couldn't afford to send all of us, but he went to Vegas for All Star Weekend. Yep. Yeah, that was a pretty pretty sick move. All dodgeballed out. And getting that puck on his the toe of his blade the way he did, I could I couldn't do that. I couldn't I I can't do that. At, at first I didn't know what the heck was going on with his jersey and like how it was all and his favorite move of being dodgeball. Like I didn't put it together. Well, he did dodgeball because they go to Las Vegas for the final for dodgeball the finals, tournament. Right. So they're all doing Vegas themed stuff. Vegas themed yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know. 
Just like when, uh, remember when I sent to you? Okay, we'll get Zegers first. But when yeah, I sent to you, you said Mike fucking Tyson. Mike Tyson, right. and you hadn't watched the game yet, so you no, didn't. Are the because you were at a I different it, hockey? Game. Yeah, I had a DVR because we had the co-ed tournament. Yeah, which we'll get into that later. So you're like Mike Tyson. I'm like talk, just talking all star game or all star co- skills competition at this point. So listeners, I have a friend who is way wealthier than I am, who knows the president of Bauer. Straight up. And so I was doing some work for him, and he was like, hey, man, um, it came up that he gets invited all the time, and he was like, hey, maybe if he asked, you know, maybe maybe we could go this year. And I'm like, dude, it's in Vegas, because he didn't even know where it was. And I was like, it's in, actually, I don't even think I knew where it was. In fact, I think that I said that would be awesome. And then, then later – didn't I, even know there was an all-star game. <laughs> I just didn't know where it was. And then I go – I told Stefan player. about it later – and Steph was like, dude, it's in Vegas, which then I got excited because I'd never been to Vegas. I'm like, what a perfect opportunity. Long story short, nothing came of that for like a month, two months. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he just called me up like two, a week and a half, 10 days before we were leaving. And he's like, I got tickets if you want to go. And I'm like, sign me up. So the Bauer president, the president of Bauer being his friend, got him tickets. Yeah, gave him a couple of tickets. Yep. So uh cool we fly down there jump on the plane you know day comes fly down there uh we aren't even in vegas like just to drop my bag and don't even unpack just drop it and he's like we got to go meet this other important guy through bauer they were doing a photo shoot with some of the uh all-star players on top of the win hotel no kidding it was by on the top pool. of the win yep so we walk into the win like we own the place we and and we just walk right out on the deck the pool deck boom and who's standing right in front of me mark messier holy cow he's moose actually moose. sitting there the moose is right in front so, of you so and he, that guy his profile is like the most distinctive like I just saw even, him even Jay knew. could record, put a name and a face together yeah. in this instance. <laughs> now, and, and I'll be honest, there was two other hockey players there. I've seen them, but I couldn't tell you their names, and they were sitting there. But I'm like, I know both of them. And you know, when you're a hockey player and you you see another guy that you're pretty sure plays hockey, you're kind of sizing each other up, you're kind of looking at each other, but you you're like, yep, you play hockey, yep, you you know, how you can like, it's that thing. So I walk up and I'm like, you know, Chris, right? Yeah. I'm in my sweats, right? Because we got off the plane, and I was wearing my travel, so I got a nice hoodie on, a nice hockey, a Bauer hoodie, and um, my Bauer sweats, and I'm in my flats. Still, I got a backwards freaking Boston all, hat all on. Comfy, but yeah. Oh yeah, we literally we dropped our bags, and he's like, "We gotta hurry up and get over there." So I look like a hockey player, and my flow's hanging, and I walk up, and we're all of a sudden like we're the in crowd talking to this Bauer guy, and these two guys are looking at me like, "Who's this?" Who's this hockey player that we don't, we've never seen before? Because because more hockey players were coming for the photo shoot. They were in between, yeah, so they're so like, like they didn't know. A, you need to get a makeup yeah. and wardrobe right now. And I show up with, <laughs> and then and they I, realize like you you'd be the shortest NHL player. No, I wouldn't be the shortest. There's a couple in there that are a little shorter I mean, than me. I, you and Johnny Hockey are probably about the same height, so yeah. or close to five it. nine. Anyways, <laughs> screw you. You look like Martin um, St. Louis. Here I am chirping you about your height, and I'm two inches short. So right, right, right. So we get we get up there, and, and again, we're the, this guy walks right over to us like we're VIP because I'm with the guy. I'm with the guy. Like yeah. I'm with the guy you're who's the, setting you're this the up. You're the guy's friend, but nobody knows that, right? I, is he my manager? Is he my uh, what do you what do you my 
an agent, like who knows, right? A publicist. I felt really cool for a minute. I got to say hi to Mark, Jeez, like, and I'm I played famous. it cool. <laughs> I totally played it cool. I was trying to sneak a pic with my phone, but I'm like, no, nah, man, that's too that's, obvious. That's not playing it cool, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I played it cool. I didn't ask for his uh, autograph or name or uh, uh, to take a picture or anything, because I was assuming based on pre- prior conversation that we might be able to hook up with these guys later. And sure. I was like, I'll wait till then. Catch them at the after party. Yeah, because they were working. They were working. Yeah. They were, you know, they're on their phones and they got people coming to do well, photo and shoots. And Messier was a judge for one of the events. He, yep, he was judging one of the events. So he was on his phone and he took, a, he, I mean, he's kind enough to take a minute and, and look up and say, hey, folks, how's it going? And yeah. just say, hey, what's up, man? And then he kind of, Angel knows him, the guy I was with. So he was, you know, he said, oh, hey, you know. Anyways, super cool. First, like, 20 minutes in Vegas. That's how it went. Yeah. So we, <laughs> Things are going well. That's right, a pretty right. good start. So then I'm like, cool, <laughs> let's grab some fucking lunch on, uh, real quick before we go back to the hotel and start getting dressed. Because mm-hmm. we got into Vegas a little late, and, the you know, the start, the All-Stars were kicking off um, oh, we around 5 or something, I think. I don't remember exactly now. But we had to, we had to get food, get dressed, and get over there. Mm-hmm. So we stop off, and this, like, my first taste in Vegas, we stop off to grab food and – Grab what would probably in Michigan be a twelve dollar meal and end up being like fifty bucks. Oh, where'd you go? <laughs> I don't know. Some place where they cook, where they like bring raw food to you and you cook it on a grill in front of yourself. Oh. A hibachi place? No, it was like a Chinese, like real freaking Chinese. Like they were bringing out all kinds of shit and you just cooking it on this little stove in front of you. You cooked it. Were you with a group oh. or was it? No, just, it was just me and, and him. Angel. Yeah, it was a table of. Literally meant for four people. Okay, it was weird. It was I've never been anything like it. It was super good. We share the food. Like me and Angel were eating out of the same bowls, which was whatever. I, you know me. I don't. I, I, it's experience, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say I'm going to In and Out. See you guys. Yeah. Later. So, anyway, <laughs> I'll so catch you guys at the rink. We get now. We're getting off track here. We get. We go. We go <laughs> Let's to. Let's not the, get drugged down by the minutia. We go to the damn T-Mobile Center and uh, boom, kick it off with the All Star Game. So I'm there. I got to see this stuff live. It was awesome. If you guys watched it, you saw it, right? Which you did. Yeah. So it was a show. It was a show. And that, in 100% honesty, as awesome as it all was, I was a little upset that it was like the shootout was so showy. I was like looking to see some really hard trying, badass shootout goals and as the years have gone on it's gotten a little more they've, showy and they've showy. made it more of a show to try but, to drive more viewership and yes. more attention to the nhl it's it's evolved and yes and they bring in the celebrity goaltenders and things like that it's and it's now it's not even theatrics. right it's not even like i mean even some of the guys that were at the all-star game like i feel like some of them were like last resort and they just said yes because they had never been i think the majority <laughs> of people that have been to the all-star game or Castigo's comp in the in the game the following day like Ovechkin said that he he, 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 a, he could be in COVID he, protocol he got COVID, yeah. but a lot of these guys make plans if they're not in the lineup they get a, a vacay and yeah, good they, for them. they go somewhere warm or, or you know, yeah. have a time so I think for some of them um, I can't remember it was uh, uh, Brady Kachuk got he replaced one of his teammates because he was injured. Oh yeah, and he canceled his plans, his his vacation. Yeah, so that he that. could go. So I don't think these guys, like, yeah, they're having fun and they like it. And if you're young, it's probably a big deal. Yeah, like if you're a rookie or you're new new to it, it's a big deal. You but could for tell th- for these people that have been there a few times. You yeah, know, the Crosby's, the Ovechkins, they, they don't want to go. 
You could even look at McDavid's face. Like, you know, I mean, he was like. Yep. He always looks annoyed anyway. He's though. like, I'm here. <laughs> but you know what? That's the thing. I was hoping to watch McDavid win the fastest skater again. And he lost by quite a bit. In fact, he got third. What was that? So when you're in the stands and you're watching these guys go full full tilt, describe how fast oh my that God. was. You actually, I called you, I think, and we talked about mm-hmm. this. So it's crazy. These the, the strength in the stride. So they're covering like in one stride, like it, what seems to be like six to eight feet. So they're down the ice in like five strides, maybe before they're already setting up for the next corner. I mean, they come out of the corner, they come out of the corner around the top of the circle with their small steps, trying to keep their feet moving. And then they start opening up around blue line to the other blue line before mm-hmm. they plant their feet and set, set up for the corner. Yeah. And so in that time, maybe three or four strides. A I ton mean, of speed, just, too. Because after they go around the, the first half, yeah. right, it's crossover, crossover, crossover. And yep. then I noticed that everybody was just kind of coasting Stretching into out. that next one. Yeah. And then they might hit a couple quick crossovers to get back in line and then Dude, long at, strides. At the speed that they go, you can only go so fast into the corners. Mm-hmm. Because your blades aren't gonna, your edge, your edges aren't gonna hold you. Mm-hmm. Like they don't weigh enough, and the ice is hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, hence the reason they pad it. So yeah, they were definitely. Uh, it did not look like any guy was hitting top speed on that back straightaway. Because if they did, I mean, you almost have to like stop, like go into a stop motion for the to, corner to hold your edge. Yeah. yeah. So, but no, just the coming out of the corner, the power, their starts were sweet. But even on that back edge, like McDavid wanted to win, you could tell, and he was pushing. Yeah. Um, I think he got beat in the corners, though. To be honest, I think straightaway, like straightaway wise, he's probably was the fastest because when he hit that straightaway, I'm like he won, like he was hauling compared to other, but he was a little slower in his corner. So, I like that. Um, so we covered the fastest skater, we covered the breakaway. The, well, Zegers, we didn't talk about Zegers though, R- right? So I wanna, I just wanna say, blindfolded or not. That move was badass. Now, I don't know if anybody knows the guy, uh, Zach Bell, but um, he eventually, uh, essentially he's the YouTube sensation or TikTok sensation or Instagram sensation uh, hockey trick guy. For stick tricks. For stick tricks. I mean, the dude is a magician. He's the dude that's like whipping the puck in the air and like spinning 360s with a stick behind his back and then catching it and then flipping it around and just anything. So Zegers had said when they interviewed him after, because uh, after the thing, um, he was like, they're like, how long did it take you to work on that move? And he was like, I started working on it yesterday. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, well, you're a professional hockey player. You, <laughs> you get well, plenty I, of ice time. I guess they, now I don't know if he personally flew Zach Bell out there, but Zach Bell, the sensation, the, the, the puck guru, if you will, um, was out there and helped Zegris. Oops, sorry. Helped Zegris come up with so they were practicing and doing a couple different of his tricks. Oh, that's cool. Which when he did it, I knew it because I had watched a whole bunch of Zach Bell like three days before we went. I was showing the boys like, if you practice, this is what you could do, right? So I when he you were did doing that research, when he did that for, move, for I, camp. I, yeah. it was like fresh in the brain of I've seen that, and so I'm like, Zach Bell. I did not know, however, though that Zach Bell had come out and helped helped him that? come up with some stuff. So pretty cool. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Um, but yeah, so other than that was clappers. Um, yeah, you had so you had uh, fastest shot or hardest shot rather. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what I was segue into was uh, I wanted to comment on the uh, uh, shooting accuracy. 
Yeah, they, the, brought the, they brought the foam uh, targets out. Yes, back out. Which yes, and they shut down the strip for it. No, oh, no, 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 no. that's accuracy. The yep. Well, they did two accuracies. The blackjack was. They did the blackjack yeah, accuracy. That was pretty cool. I yeah, I like how they they did something fun with it by doing the um the face off on the on the um Bellagio. Yep. Or you know the uh, pass accuracy. Pass accuracy. And then yeah. they played blackjack. You know, shooting for you know to yeah. get twenty one. I thought those two events were really cool, and they're um. You know, the, super entertaining. Yeah, they're they're for the the city that they're in. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think that's a nice evolution for the NHL to take going forward with the skills competition and All Star Game. And I've always been a big fan of the skills competition. The All Star Game is whatever. It's cool. It's whatever. Yeah. But the the skills comp is, is what, what it's about. Is really really cool and my favorite part about the All Star Weekend in the NHL. So I think they're in Florida next year, like Miami. So I don't know what they're gonna come up with. Maybe you gotta like shimmy down a palm tree or something. Yeah, or yeah, we grab will. a couple of coconuts, coconuts juggle them, yeah, and then right. throw them into the ocean. <laughs> right. <laughs> with I your- I'd be excited to see. Now that I went and I you know I got a little excited. It was super, and I got to, I had to watch this on the jumbotron, right? So like because we're sitting in there and they're like, oh, we're gonna you know the resurface the ice or whatever. And they cut over to that, so you guys got to watch it from the. We got to watch home. it. Yeah, I got to sit in my seat at the rink and watch it on the jumbo truck, cool, which was though. still pretty yeah. cool. But I'm like, oh, I wish I, I wish I could have. If they had told people like, hey, you can leave the hotel, people would be coming in and out of that place. Oh, be for a sure, mayhem. going through security mm-hmm. again and all of that. Yeah, it would have been mayhem. They shut down the portion of uh, Las Vegas Boulevard to to do that mm-hmm. you know that was that was all all pretty cool it looked like it was cold though those boys were, yeah, were talking it was, about it was dude, it was pretty chilly it out. gets cold in the desert at night at night yeah oh, definitely it was like like it's low when 30s we, when we went down well that's pretty cold compared to what what we had but we flew down in long pants and we got in there in the afternoon and yeah, you we gotta put shorts on and stuff. Well, we I didn't change out of my pants uh, when we got down there. I was comfortable because the the warmth or the temperature, it's there's no humidity, so you don't really sweat when you're down there. There's no bugs or anything no. like that. Yeah, I was comfortable wearing long pants and and a long sleeve t shirt in the evening hours in Vegas. But yeah. those boys looked like they were cold out. There. It was cold. It was cold. I mean, I was in jeans, hoodie, jacket at night. Oh, jacket for sure at night and uh, cowboy boots. Oh, that was a hoodie the whole time. But I wore my I wore my nice uh, ostrich skin all weekend. Yeah, baby. And I have the blisters to prove it. So, did you stay for the entire um, tournament on Saturday? I, well, you know what? That's one other thing I wanted to say is how disappointing the accuracy shooting was. It was disappointing, considering those guys are professionals. Yeah, they definitely weren't knocking them down. Like we've seen in the past, I, I, no, I like think of names dude, off the top. Of my there was head. like eighteen shots, and he still hadn't hit them all. I was like, man, you got one Hall guy hit was him pretty and accurate with that. Five four was in a the row. least. Yeah, five, yeah. five shots for all the all the targets. It was the fastest. I get worried about the people passing out of their corners. Yeah, um, with pucks as many pucks that hit the bar. Yeah, dude, that one almost clipped that chick in the face. I watched it. It would, like bounce off the pipe and almost hit her right like, in the mouth. Ooh, that's frightening. Yeah, but anywho, other than that. Uh, the accuracy passing was cool. Um, I mean, obviously you saw that. Uh, that chick like whooped butt though, didn't she? Stefan's in the bathroom. That I'm girl, she did pretty well. The girl who like you know after the first like four guys went, she went and had like the second fastest time. Yeah. Just smoked them. Anyways, that was pretty neat. Good for her. Uh, but yeah. So then did the you next do any day, gambling. 
I did do some gambling while we were there. So come on, how that really? worked? How that worked <laughs> was important stuff. After that, after that, you know, it was like eight, nine o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. I don't know. By the time we got back to the hotel, the guy I was with went down and decided you know, he wanted to gamble. That's what he does. He likes to play poker, so he went to play poker. I went in exploring Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I got on my jacket, I put my buds in, I grabbed my sunglasses, I put them on at night, and I went walking because <laughs> I'm was a walking. I'm a people watcher, and I don't want anybody. And I realized too, if you create eye contact with anybody on the street, they're going to approach you and ask you for money. So. And or even in the inside the the hotels, like you know, if you like make eye contact with someone when you're not wearing your mask, who works there, they like come up to you and say something. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I wore my sunglasses the whole time. I ended up going to all these different casinos and hotels, like the Bellagio, and then I ended up uh, Caesar's Palace, and I yeah. ended up at the Mirage. Went inside there. I, at this point, I needed a drink, and I sat down, and I ended up getting shmamboned at the Mirage, which is. Two miles away from my hotel. <laughs> you got a little buckled about two miles away. I did, I did. I had, some, hike back. I had some older ladies sit down next to me, and uh, we just got to yapping and having a grand old time sitting at the bar drinking. I'm here for the sluts. They weren't, they weren't, I mean, they don't know how, they weren't crazy old, but they were funny. They were a good time. Um, Where were they from? Uh, Idaho. Did they invite you back to their room? No. Uh, they did not. <laughs> um, Great question. Weak, weak, God, Melissa, weak. don't listen to this episode. Yeah, no. Uh, but but nice ladies nonetheless. And I actually had a good time uh, talking to them. Uh, but it got hammered. And here's the deal. I had a. I got there and I'm like, you know what? It's pretty late. I just want to get drunk and then walk back home. It'll be fun. So I got drunk, right? And I'm to the point where I'm gonna cash out when these older ladies sat down, and oh, then here we go. And then that, <laughs> I'm, then I, you know, well, they, we start want, talking. Well, you're chatting. You don't want to break conversation, right? And then before you know it, it's four o'clock in the morning. Then and they're ordering. Work at well, then they start ordering shots. And they're oh, like, oh, yeah. you want one? I'm like, sure. So I guess if you're buying, I'll have. Oh one. my gosh, there that was fifteen dollars a shot. Sure. There was a moment where I was in the bathroom looking at the mirror, talking to myself, being like, "Don't throw up." Oh jeez! Oh, so no, I got you twisted. Were buckled. Oh, you would have been fine. They clean that up real quick. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> so I ended up walking home, and no big deal. I woke up early as hell because you know you have the body or uh, what's that word? I'm you got your for? time changed. Time. Well, you you're, know, like you're three hours behind. My body's so used what? to waking yeah. up early, right? Yeah. Your biological clock. Yes. Is, is a ticking away. It was like, hey, wake up, and I'm like, it's seven. I went to bed at four. I fucking hate you. <laughs> but it feels like it's what. Nine, 10 o'clock then so got breakfast and then by the time we got breakfast and got back and showered and shit the the all-star game started at noon yeah so three o'clock for you guys yep so, so you had to like get up get i had to ready, get to the rink go, yeah get, and i went by myself barn. angel wanted to uh go gamble he so. went back to the casino so you went to the to the game by yourself i was by myself yeah all right so i asked you earlier did you stay the whole time i stayed the, entire, stayed the time. entire time the entire time i watched every game uh, I missed. I actually I missed one of the games because they're only ten minutes long, and I went down and grabbed some apparel and some gear and well, stuff. Well, they were twenty minutes long, two ten minute halves. Yeah, yeah, sorry, but I missed. So I missed a ten minute or um, came back, left right when it started, came back when it was ended. So. And thank you for grabbing those shirts for us. Yeah, yeah, I grabbed some gear for you guys and uh, or you anyways and and the kids and stuff and yeah, uh, sat back down. All in all, it was awesome. The three on three was awesome i mean if you're gonna watch a show so much better than doing a a game like uh you know five on five i mean so many Mm -hmm. breakaways so many goals i mean every 10 seconds the it felt like every 
freaking couple minutes, really, in reality. Lots every, of action. Oh, yeah, it was like six to five games in they ten minutes. Blow the horn every time that happens. I oh, yeah. Well, bleeding. the big horns <laughs> went off. If anybody, any Vegas team, oh, like anybody from the Vegas, so it got louder for the Vegas guys. Well. For the like division, so their division, whatever Vegas' division is in. Division. So anytime yeah. Pacific scored, mega horns. Okay, so um, it was just a somber horn for everybody. Yeah, else. yeah, otherwise it was just a somber. But they're really rooting for the pack. Oh yeah, Vegas, gotcha. Vegas got so anybody from Vegas got the love. I mean, they mm-hmm. be, well, obviously Connor McDavid was one of the bigger names there, and so. In the beginning, they made him kind of oh, come on the ice last and yep. be the last one to do the skate and, you know, get you all excited. Uh, but then it also – they had that same kind of show mentality for anybody that played uh, either on the team, which there was two guys there, I think, from Vegas or three. I think there was three Vegas three players. Three Vegas players. Yep. And then also the division. They went okay. extra on that kind of stuff. Um so same thing, like I don't know if you guys ever watch uh, the broadcasting for the Vegas Knights, but when they do the national anthem and they get to the uh, the night yep. where it says night. By the dawn's early night. They all I heard scream, everybody say night. Night, you know, yep. for the Vegas Knights. So that was pretty cool. How was the drum line? Did they roll out the drum line like yep. they did in the skills comp, but yep. like up in the corner? So the drum line was right over my head oh, and to the left. Man. So like I got the full effect that, of the drum line. That is so cool. What did they roll out such a, yeah, actually. a, a wild show there it's just yeah the drumline is cool uh i'd love to go to a vegas knights game i thought it was pretty sweet that they brought out the drumline for the i wish they wouldn't have crowded the freaking zone so or the lane so much for his shootout oh yeah they were really close yeah but they like closed him down he didn't have any room to move i'm like was that it was not well rehearsed yeah, that was I, I noticed that too when they're lining up i'm like i think you guys should be lined up a little bit closer little, to the dot make a not v. on the hash mark. make a v you know? right open up towards the end yeah yeah Did so they i have a pretty good national anthem performer yeah it was who was a uh blanco that, brown that black guy who, blanco they call blanco pipes. brown Something okay. in the pipes, and then uh, they sing. they had a, a lady do the Canadian anthem, and she's a, a pop sensation. But of course, I'm I'm old, and I don't. I have I'm, no I'm not familiar with Top Forty anymore. I was at the Griffins game this past weekend, and they had a local school, element or middle Naturally. school that came in, and they were um, not so good. And one of the people that I was with um, mentioned that it sounded like a bunch of recorders. We're singing, you know, your little were elementary they, school. Were they playing instrument. the anthem no, or singing it? They were singing it, but it just sounded that bad, flat and off key. And <laughs> as soon as that was mentioned, it dawned on me that, yes, that is exactly what this sounds like. And I had a breakdown and started laughing, which is never good to be laughing during the national no, anthem. No, you asshole. I have a clip of the drum line sitting right above my shoulder. Upper upper left of Jay. Yeah. We got the glow goggles on. They were super bright. Yeah, they're insane. That's pretty cool. It's like watching Drumline the yeah. movie. It was. And and this like everything they did was right up there. So I got everything they did was right up there. So I got to be like really close to a lot of the action considering. Oh, uh, so did cool. you get to tap the drum? No, they weren't no, that Not like Petrangelo <laughs> did. So you can kind of see like where I was sitting to where they were. Okay. Yeah, right up above you. Yeah, right, but right over my left yeah. shoulder. And John yeah. Hamm was there. He was one of the celebrity judges. Yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I I just honestly, 
the all-star was awesome to watch in person. All those goals, all those one-timers, all that passing. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the highlight of the weekend. Vegas was Vegas, and it was fun. It's not my cup of tea. If I were to go back, I would want to go explore, like, the countryside, rent a dune boogie. Go. They have a place, I guess, where you can, like, go for two hours and shoot all kinds of big, giant yeah. guns, yeah, like Rick, 50 cals. Rick wanted to do that when we were down there for, like, the bachelor party thing, but I yep. think – or we were going to golf, but it kind of got, like, very expensive. Well, it gets expensive we're, quick. We were going to rent, like, a car and drive – up and down Las Vegas Boulevard, you know, yeah. some of these things. And then once we saw the price tags on oh, a lot of them, rent a car, a thousand dollars. We're like, maybe, maybe we just don't do that. But I, I found it to be fun just walking around yeah. and checking out the architecture yes. and, and yes. just seeing things. Did you happen to notice that, um, that restaurant outside of T-Mobile arena, um, as you were walking towards the MGM on the right hand side that, uh, has like garage doors that are all, always up it's like open air bar area no so that a lot of that was like fenced off for like the after party stuff which i had tickets to but couldn't go to because you had to be fully vaccinated oh you had to have proof of vaccination really yeah. oh bummer so i missed out on all the block parties so that's probably where a lot of the the talent was going afterwards yeah so did you did you see anybody famous in the uh um, and any of the casinos or restaurants or anything while you were traveling around down there, like hockey or otherwise? Yes. Um, From a distance, I'm sure. But Yeah, mostly that kind of stuff. Because uh, the Pro Bowl was also on yeah, Sunday. So how about that? So you had hockey Friday, Saturday, yes. and then the NFL's down there on Sunday. Yes. Just an awesome weekend. Yes. So there was a couple moments. um like, so the guy I went with, one of the hockey players, I forget the name, he said, was playing cards at the table with him. Oh, so really? So they played cards together for a little bit. Um, this taxi driver I had uh, had told me how he, gosh, I thought he said he played for the Blackhawks. So no, he, it was the Boston Bruins. Who was there from the Boston? Oh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, gosh, his name is uh, Burgoy's. Oh, per, Patrice Bergeron. Bergeron. That's right. He so, yes. So the guy that's that. That's why you uh, got me here, buddy. Yep. Yep. Bergeron. Is Bergeron. A lot quicker than me trying to Google. So, swimmy, 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 swimmy. Check the briefcase. The guy Same that tonight. I talked to, um, or who was taxi driver, he was telling me how the night before he had given Bergeron a ride home with his wife. and No shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I have. It, it was. I don't know what he was, but I have the best hockey player in my car. <laughs> so his wife said, you know. Oh, is that what his wife yeah, said? Yeah, so. <laughs> wow, humble yeah. too, huh? Yeah, so, um, but anyways, uh, me personally, I mean, as far as like hockey and pro players, again, not something that my li the listeners know I don't super follow. So, yes, there's guys where you're like, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, what are you going to go ask? That's why you needed me down there. That's what I'm telling like, That's you, That's this guy. That's this guy. I know. I have his rookie card at home. Yep. I'll show it to you. Yep. You've been like, this is what he looked like in high school. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I looked at, like, what he looked like when he get older in case I saw him down the road. But anyways, um, but yeah, so Vegas We don't have Vegas. to rush it. This is kind of a fun episode. I mean, no. We, we've got the, you know, you had a, a, a very close to once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah. Uh, unless they go back to Vegas for another all-star game and you get to go. Well, but right. My gosh. Vegas, all-star game in how Vegas. How about that? You pair those yeah. two together, and that is just the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and I spent a oh, – dude, I spent a bunch of money. I lost somebody – I either lost or someone stole my AirPods. Um, 
Well, it was probably that night that you got in one, and then no, it wasn't those that night. Took it. You were one eyeing it on the way home with your sunglasses on. At yeah, I have. I have. Time. I had a guy steal my beer the night before we left. I was pretty mad about that. I mean, I let it go because I'm like, I'm not about to go to jail and two how, hours before I got to go How home. did this guy steal your beer? Were you at a table Seriously. drinking a beer and so, he just walked up no. and said, hey, that, I believe this is mine I'm and I'm going to drink it? I'm sitting at the fuck, sitting <laughs> at the bar and I ordered a beer and it came to me. And these guys to my left were like trying to take a picture, but one dude couldn't be in it because he was taking it. So oh, I said, so hey. You were nice and offered to take right. a picture for the group? They were also sitting at the bar. So I had to walk back and put my beer on a table hold the camera and take a picture because they had an old school crank camera like oh, a disposable yeah yeah they were like hey you know they were just partying with a disposable i think they were trapping you so their their fourth friend could go around and grab your snack your beer from well <laughs> kind of funny because i think one of them was a hockey player and i noticed on the ice when they were doing some of the skills those dudes were using Crank yeah, cameras. Yeah, they gave them all a disposable camera. Yes, cameras. and then all of a sudden I come across this disposable camera. Who's and carrying I'm, a disposable camera? And I'm pretty sure this dude played hockey. But again, without you, I wouldn't know. It was probably Trevor Zegras. I don't know. I, no. heard, I heard he was bumping around downtown. I don't. It wasn't him because I, I would have recognized him. I listened him. to Chicklets earlier today, and, and they were talking about how Zegras he was, was running around. Jumping into the vodka pretty freaking hard oh, with I, the boys. I bet. I bet. <laughs> so I set my beer down. Take the picture. Literally, this thing probably took 20 seconds, right? Because I had to, like, step forward and, like, yep. you know. then Focus it did. the guy vertical did, horizontal. The guy, did, the guy didn't crank it for me, so, so I'm like, oh, crap, it. I had to wind it. <laughs> so I give him the camera back. I turn, and my beer's gone. So I, like, do a 360, and I see this freaking, these two nerds, and a full beer sitting there. And I go, hey, I walk up. I'm like, hey, Matt, I think that's my beer. And he's like, whoa. And then and I'm like, no, I yep, just set that away. beer I'm down. Sure I just set it on that drink reel right there, yep. and I took and a picture for these assholes. Yeah. So and his, now you're drinking my beer. So his buddy goes, no, dude, I just filled that up for him. And I go, you filled it up for him. You filled it up for him. Where, like, where's uh, the picture? Where's the fucking keg at? <laughs> Wait, you, you didn't fill top your own that off. Out? No, you couldn't. That's what I'm like. So I'm <laughs> sitting there, and I go, and I'm sitting there contemplating just taking the beer and walking away and, and being like, go. COVID season and you well, said I take yes. I took six sips out of it and I have the coronavirus. I did. I go and I so I go I go well I sipped on it and I'm pretty sure I have COVID and I walked away and went and grabbed another beer but I was fucking <laughs> pissed. It took me about 30 minutes to not walk over there and just when he brought Slug a new beer face. when he got no I was watching I'm like when he brings a new beer over I'm just gonna walk over and take it that's how mad I was. Mm-hmm. Eventually I realized Jason you got you got three hours left in Vegas Shut the fuck up. Get, get out of it and, and go go, go go lose some money. Make so, sure you get to the airport on time, yeah. eh? So I went and uh, dropped, I don't know, three or $400 on Blackjack and lost. Ouch. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, then I came home. You should have played roulette. Had, had I probably odds. should have. I told you to play the middle You third. did. I didn't. I watched, though. Listen. I was nervous. I was by myself. I, mean, I don't. I don't gamble a lot, so like I know nothing other than blackjack. Uh, that's all right. I, I don't even play blackjack, slots because I don't know like what I'm count. doing. Blackjack, you literally or roulette, you literally just pick a color or a number. What if I pick the wrong one? Then you lose. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> if you easy. pick the right one, you win. If you do blackjack, you always lose. Yeah, you pretty much always <laughs> freaking lose. That I played two hands of blackjack when I was down there on Chris's money, <laughs> and uh, that didn't fare well. Yeah, that was a quick fifty bucks gone. Oh, that goes fast. At well, least their tables let. are minimum twenty five. It's like a minimum I five or ten dollar. It's not bad, but that's what I that wanted sucks. to find. I was like, where's the five dollar tables? My goodness. No, I guess you have to go way out. So they were. Those. I was being explained to that because they took such a heavy hit during COVID. Like everything is everything. doubled. Right. Even food, uh, gambling is jacked up. You know, everything has been jacked up to recoup. That makes sense. Yeah. So, anyways, that was so, the weekend, man. It was a lot of that's fun. That's awesome. It's cool. Nice that we had uh, we had somebody there on the front line. And I traveled with an awesome guy. I can't get over that enough. Like, not a hockey player, but the dude was fun. I know you guys earlier were like, well, is it going to be weird being in a hotel with this dude? And Well, you and Angel are separated by a number of years. And yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's a he's a he's a white collar guy and you're a blue collar guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but but, you can get, but he is you like can a get down, along with anybody. Dude, he's a down to earth and he is. Yeah, yeah super I've cool met him guy. before. He's you he's would a never nice guy. think in this entire weekend you would never like think that the dude is loaded. Mm. Like the way he acted, the way he dressed, the way he talked. Like he's just a down dude. We had yeah. a lot of fun. That's good. Awesome. Oh, yeah. A lot of good conversation. A lot of good conversation. I like that. You know, you get to know a guy when you're both sitting there getting BJ's, you know, together. Uh, yeah, when that happens, together you, or from you each get other. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I said I that. I said that there. for my wife in case she listens. <laughs> my wife. Um, no, but honestly, a super nice guy. But uh, anyways, let's get into this freaking. Want to move on a little? I want to talk about what you sent me with Marchand because yeah, I'm I'm a massive fan of his, but right now I'm actually a little fucking frustrated. Oh, they don't call him a rat for nothing. So. Um, the NHL All-Star break is done. Games are back on. And uh, Boston's playing Pittsburgh. And there's a couple of uh, different uh, – or there's a couple of layers to this this he- headline. So Marchand's in front of the net, kind of a little scrummy or whatnot, and the puck gets frozen by um, – hold on here. Phone's acting up. Uh, by uh, tr- so the the puck's frozen by Tristan Jari. I had a brain fart on the name. I apologize. The goalie, yeah, the goalie for Jari. for Pittsburgh. Yep, Jari is the goalie for Pittsburgh. Marchand for Boston. And I don't know what happened. If I, I, it's hard to tell because there's a pile up in front of the there net. must have been something prior. Happened. No, something happened prior. I think earlier in the game because when, I bef- didn't see anything that would indicate Jari did anything to Marchand for Marchand to whack him like that mm-hmm. before he hit him with his now, stick. Before that play, it, early in that clip I sent you because I sent that one from, from YouTube. Um, there's something happened where Jari like put a stick up got him and good. i don't know if it was marchand that was skating by him and it was it wasn't anything egregious it was just kind of like a get out like of here. a you're too close to me back up kind of thing so then that happens and there's a little bit of a scrum in front of the net marchand just like uh, hauls off with the right hand and punches Jari. like a sneaky one like nobody was paying attention he should have been playing the puck and instead he punched him. He totally sucker punched him. From the side like, of the head. While he was covering the puck and at the whistle. Go for so it. So then there's not even anything really going on. The Crosby's right behind uh, Marchand as the um, the linesman is pulling him out of the crease and getting him out of the way. And the, the backup talk about this is how Crosby and the rest of the Penguins didn't, like, jump his ass for punching him in the face. 
<laughs> Jay just went to the bathroom and Chris took off his headphones. No, so I'm he still going to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just monologuing with you guys. This oh, is yeah, what Eric Zane the, feels uh, like. So uh, what so I then, see is a punch. And then... yep, so a punch. Linesman pulls him away. Crosby kind of gets out of the way of it. And is like, all right, you guys got to Yeah, Crosby him. doesn't fight. So then Marshan is, is just a chirping away. And as he's being escorted out of the area, he takes a stick and he puts it he doesn't swing it but he puts it out and he he touches the dangler on um on jari's goaltending mask and ends up getting a match penalty so five in a game match out he goes um i sent it to the group and brent goes um 10 games easy for for marshan he's uh potentially facing a minimum of a five game suspension right now and as we speak, he's in um, a hearing to decide the outcome of that. Well, yeah, you can't you can't use your stick like that. Unfortunately, you can't use your stick like a giant. Now you want to you want to punch him, fine. But to throw your stick up in his chin music, I'm not feeling that. Did he chip the guy's tooth? No, uh, and good thing he had a neck, one of those clear uh, throat protector, yeah, neck the protector things on. But yep. needless to say, I I, I lost I that earlier. I mean, I really like Marchand, and now I really want to. I want to like him, but it's hard. He's a he's a good hockey player. He's kind of a dick on the ice. I wouldn't want to play but against I him. Here, he's really great off the yes. ice. Yes, I think if you're a teammate of Marchand's, you love the guy. Um, he's kind of like Tom Wilson. You love the guy. But nobody in Vegas liked them. <laughs> I felt bad for the Capitals players because every time you got booed they, like oh my fucking lord, crazy. they got booed so bad. <laughs> I meant bastards. to ask you that when we were talking about oh, it. Oh, so, poor bastards. So I agree with you, though, Jay. Um, he gets into the thick of things, and, yeah, he's probably a great guy, but great he player too. feathers right on the ice. Definitely a I great mean, player. great player. Like, I just would not want to play against his mm-hmm. ass, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and but, I understand but, where but, you're coming from with a little bit of respect loss based on that. Yeah. I think what happened, the punch to the goalie and nothing else from there, he fine. probably should still get a fine for punching the goalie after the whistle. Uh, but to throw, put your stick out there and, and – and make like you're going to hit the goalie in the head um, while you're being escorted to the penalty box. He did. He got him top. a little bit in the He clipped the him dangler. pretty good. I think um, – Didn't hurt, but he got him in the dangler. I think Tristan Jari was trying to matrix his head out of – Yeah, yeah. He barely – it, it looked like it just hit, a, hit his dangler. Yeah. So, But still, you can't do that. So um, I'm sure by – uh, tomorrow morning, will uh, will everybody that's follow social media is gonna know the outcome of that? So. Now, if he had headbutt butted him, that would have been cool. I'd have been okay with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, headbutts are fine. Yeah, headbutt. <laughs> Agree. So, um, moving on from that and other hockey news, um, games are taking off like crazy. We mentioned a couple episodes back about how they're gonna be in a grind during the Olympics to make up games that were lost. Um, uh, because they were uh, the can or not canceled but uh, postponed. Uh, so the Olympics are on. Um, the Just Trippin' podcast uh, is on the side of boycott Beijing. Yeah, nobody cares about the Olympics. But I no do offense, la- no offense to the athletes, but of course cares. not. Definitely not the the athletes. We just aren't real big fans of China, China. And, and the way they do things. But um, China, <laughs> China. <laughs> I can't help but tune in to watch our beloved U.S. hockey teams. So 
I do watch the replays of those games if if they're on while I'm sitting down and watching TV. Um, the U.S. Uh, women's team played Canada the other night, and it looked like in the first period that um, Team USA was running a power play for the majority of that period. They were right up, right in Canada's kitchen. Well, uh, the game ended up, um, uh, the U.S. ended up falling in that game 4-2. Uh, to two. Now, these are just prelim games and stuff, so there's a good chance that it's going to come down to a showdown for the ladies um, between U.S. and Canada. Is the hockey stadium built next to a nuclear reactor like that? It looks uh, like it. I saw <laughs> those pictures. Or whatever. I know, and then they just, put a, they just put a, like, a sticker on the side of the nuclear plant that says Beijing 2022 or some shit. It, it looks oh, a little geez. hokey over there. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but the, she uh, broke her leg last Thursday in a prelim game. Uh, like right after we recorded. Oh, geez. And I, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. I probably should have done research. It just popped in my brain. So that's why I don't have a name and a face. But she uh, she wasn't able to. Uh, I mean, her Olympic um, trip is over. So. That's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Hopefully. Kind of like if you uh, catch COVID while you're over there. They are going pretty nuts on that. Um, rightfully or wrongfully so. But they're pulling these athletes out i guess there's um something like 350 people that are now in quarantine i don't want to call it a camp but quarantine quarters i mean it is china uh, yeah <laughs> so do they have to leave their their they pull room? them out of the olympic whatever um, room they're in in the in the village mm-hmm. like they can't just stay in their room they actually have to go to a separate hotel or they something. take them out and yeah bring them they in take there, them they out get back tested. and shoot them <laughs> Only if you talk bad about uh, the CCP, but don't um, talk bad about Putin. <laughs> no, they take them out. They test them twice a day when you're in the quarantine camp, and apparently they've been giving them just like shit food and stuff. So I don't know if they're somewhat trying to wear these athletes down so that you know Mother they can't China go home can and um, then they can keep them. No, so that Mother China can clean up on the leaderboard with all the medals. If, oh. You know, they're sandbagging and, you know, weakening all these other top-tier athletes and stuff. How about there. Now, so. that, that's a different wrinkle right there, and I like that. That's mm-hmm. funny, and it probably is true. No, uh, yeah, it, I wouldn't say funny, but it's probably true. They're <laughs> trying to stack it and win as many medals, win as many medals as they can. And we've all bought stuff online and then seen what, you've mm-hmm. shipped over oh, so i i would not be surprised if they're trying to do that yeah yeah and some might say that the this whole uh covid-19 came from there too not me i'm just saying i've heard things um one other note on olympic talk um the us men's kick off tomorrow with a game against china uh first thing in the morning so we'll probably have the replay Dude, in the evening look at this you know we're recording right here, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, what did I just do? Just making sure. Hit play. You want me to hit play right now on the air? Yeah, well, you just play while it. we're recording. Hit watch play, the video. And you know, I mean, you can hit the sound if you want. You gotta okay. hit the, the sound button. You so what is this, Jay? That oh, hold on. You're trying to play here. I hit the lock you're, button. You just ruined everything. See, I was I hitting the volume button on it. my phone, but your phone volume is different than mine. Okay, so I'm watching it live as Jay saw it when uh, 
Zegris came in and did a sick move. It happened so fast. Yeah. It happened so fast. How cool was that? Holy smokes. I'll push it that way. Shut up and push it. Oh, I got to push it a long way. There you go. So, yeah, I totally didn't even know until okay. just now. Uh, I was drinking a lot that night yeah, that I caught Zegris on, on camera. Here he comes. Gets the puck on the twig. Does the spin. Push. Oh. Oh, and he hit a dodgeball when he uh, fired the shot as well. Damn. That is sweet. I wish you listeners could have saw what I just saw. Um. Moving on, though, uh, I had some pretty sick moves like uh, Zegris did in the uh, co-ed weekend at yeah. Deeks & Dangles at For the Kids Ice Center this weekend. Yeah, you guys uh, made it to the finals? Uh, no, 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 we most definitely did not make it to the finals. Oh. We played Brad's team, uh, Brad and the Terrible People. Horrible People. I can't For remember. the listeners who may not know, this is the outdoor co-ed tournament i know you said it but like it's at brent's ft well yeah not brent's, i actually said all of that for the kids outdoor outdoor on the pond on the uh on the outdoor rink the outdoor rink mm -hmm. for the listeners yep in case you don't know and you're not a hockey player yes i think most i just wanted them to know that this was played outside yeah outside tournament no goalies we have a uh pond hockey goal with that set up with a 12 inch gap in each side that's uh five and a half inches tall and you have to put the puck in there to get a goal it's a pretty big gap you to put fill. the puck in the gap yeah. and you win the game so i had some pretty sick moves out there like uh like well, trevor seagrasses you have good hands on the uh, on the pond just not in the barn um no but we've we've come to figure out why you have heavy hands which you need on the pond yes but a little softer when we get out on the barn mm -hmm. but we were we were um we were outmatched by a couple of teams, so we we won. We we played a, a um. I mean, we won handedly in the first game, and we kind of peeled back a little bit. Um, Brent's girlfriend Beth was on that team, and there's a lot of beginning skaters. I think they had one girl on their team that just started playing hockey and stuff. So it wasn't a, a big contest. And, and a lot of the players on the team, too, are, are awfully talented, too. So you kind of had to keep your guard up. Because when you're playing pond hockey, uh, you could be up by five goals, but that's like being up by two goals yeah. in a regular barn. So you kind of you want to keep your guard up as well. So we won that game. We ended up playing at noon on Saturday, and we, we lost to Bill's team. So pitter-patter. We played uh, Bill... Um, Travis was on that team. Billy both, Russ, both yep. Billy Russ, Travis, both um, oh, and Drew and Mel, uh, Melanie. So they oh, were Polex, they were all Pollock. All what's that? Pollock. Pollock. Yep. They were all uh, previous uh interviews on on the Just Chirping podcast. Every one of them. Yep. And then uh, there, there's obviously a couple others in there that haven't been on the show, so I'm not going to bother mentioning it. Go back to those episodes and listen to those interviews. We've interviewed more people from other teams than our own teams. Right. So we uh, we lost to them, uh, which put us down in the loser's bracket, and then we played again at three. Um, we won that game. We were playing um, – I can't remember the team name, but um, there's a couple of guys that we're familiar with from playing on Thursday nights that are on that team. Uh, so we beat them in, a, in a, a fairly close tilt, 
and then we played a team that BLB beat on opening night, and they. You remember last year playing that team late in the night that anything that was in front of the net, the two guys on their team that were really good could just bury it where we'd get something right in front of the net and we'd swipe and miss or we'd hit the side of the, the goal mouth or something oh, yeah. and then it would re- result in a turnover. Well, they were just burying it like crazy and they were up on us. They were they were on the back side of the board working their way down before the tally you were even to the top. before we even made it like to five goals. It was just insane. And it was kind of annoying because there was no pullback. You know, being a humble hockey player, you're not stopping, but you're going to pull back a little bit. The rules are that when the puck comes out of the net, the team that just scored can now attack. And if you're up on a team by a lot, like we were on Friday night, we didn't even pressure until they made it through the half. Yeah. The halfway. So there was no professional courtesy in that game. And we were getting a little pissed off. You You, were definitely for it. Yeah. I came out for the afternoon game and then most likely overstayed my welcome and made it for. (laughs) You definitely didn't overstay your welcome. I mean, if you were drinking and having fun, you're fine. (laughs) Yep. That that was was, a good time out there. It was pretty cool. Actually. It's all par for the course. Um, so but yeah, you were getting a little hot under the collar. You do get mad at the Johnny Gohards. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, play hard for my team. And one of these guys that's, you know, six foot tall or whatever, and they're all nice guys. Don't get me wrong. Everybody yeah, yeah. on that team, they're they're all nice. Whatever. This was an accident, and they're probably playing hard, and they had to because they were going to be playing BLB after they beat us. So they would then have to beat BLB twice. And they were in the grind playing back-to-back games, working their way up to play BLB, who only had to play four contests the whole time. Right, right. So we um, were in front of the net, and the puck's right in front of the, the net on our end. And, you know, I'm trying to keep it away from them just hammering it in again. I lift a guy's stick. He's still trying to get the puck. And then as I lift his stick a second time, he lifts up and clocks me right in the mouth. I chip my front tooth. I end up with a blister on the inside of my lip. Um, I, I skate off the ice immediately because I could like taste that metallic taste mm-hmm. in my mouth. I did not start bleeding, thankfully, but my front tooth has been fucking killing me ever a little, since. A little, a little sharp. Oh, my gosh. It. It hurt so bad. I was like, I'm in one. This is the worst. And he he apologized and, you know, checked on me and stuff like that. He's like, I'm sorry. You know, I was like, I think it was more my fault than yours. I was lifting your stick. And then it dawned on me and that, like, after the game, like, I'm playing harder than I really need to. Just take the loss and get off the ice. Take the minus and just <laughs> right. let it go, right? Just you know, like, you're trying for everything. You go through it, and they're playing great defense and all that stuff, you know, so – and obviously, when you get into your fourth game, you you're don't exhausted. want to play. You don't want to play game five and six. No, you uh, you're exhausted. But I, my body felt pretty decent after it this year. Last year, you and I were all banged up. Yeah, it was hurting. It was it was hard, and it was hard skating onto the ice. The ice surface was rough. It wasn't. You know, there was no water. I don't think Brent put down any water on Friday night. He may have. I, I may be wrong on this, but we didn't get the morning skate. So we didn't have nice, yeah. smooth ice the entire time. And they do have the Zamboni that runs around there, but it's a, a scrape. 
Right. It, and it's not like a metal auger scrape. It's a rubber scrape. It basically just gets all the snow up yeah, and off. Yeah, it gets it all the snow up You don't off. get the, the smooth resurface. So though Brent has had the best quality ice um, this year uh, in comparison to past years, the um, – or I should say Brent and Josh <laughs> – because they're they're tag teaming this like crazy. It's it's just rough skating on the pond, skating <laughs> on a, a lake or something like that, and then skating in the barn. So, um, you guys know Danelle and Case and, and my mother in law went to Florida for for um, a little weekend vacay. So I was batching it up at home. Sunday night rolls around and it's about six fifteen. I got some macaroni cooking and um, I get a text from Kazi saying, "Hey, I've got six regulars down. Would you sub?" For seven seven twenty at Belknap. Oh, then you played a Sunday, and I'm game. like, um, okay. And it's Sunday nights at Griff's, which is the elite level hockey in town. So yeah, this yeah. is where we run into some former pros and East Coast Hockey League players and stuff like that, you know, and like Kazi level and, and above. Yeah, you know, very talented. Yeah, so college players. I go, well, I I looked around. Danelle's not here, so well, what else am I gonna do? Yeah. It's ten minutes down the road. I'll I'll go. So I'd send him a message. I go, hey, yeah, I can do that. But just so you know, I'm pretty banged up from the co-ed weekend and skating on the rough ice. I go out there and I'm skating, and these guys are just wheeling, and I'm like, oh god. And and I'm breaking in new skates, so I wore my new skates all weekend. Yeah, I, I wore them for the first time Thursday, wore them Friday, wore them Saturday, brought my old skates for Saturday just in case I was like, I can't wear them anymore, you right. know, because they're hard breaking in. They're very, very stiff boots. Mm-hmm. So I strap the bastards down and I go out there, skate with them, and I get a goal, an assist, and then two minuses after that. But when um, I went, uh, I went three for four on faceoffs when I was playing center. You got a goal, man. That's a <laughs> big, big It was leagues. a garbage goal. A, a shot came in hey. from the side. I tipped it. Goalie couldn't swallow the rebound, and it trickled out, and I just banged that thing in, and I think I celebrated a little bit. <laughs> well, he was excited. <laughs> I definitely do not belong playing on Sunday nights. Um, I can keep up, but I uh, it, the years of, are beyond me. For that you just one. haven't been super kind. Yes. So great, uh, great co-ed weekend. Um, we look forward to having Brent back in the swing of things here. I had, towards the end of March, uh, the ice is probably going to melt out of there, and Brent will be back in studio with us recording on a regular basis. Thanks for ch- checking us out. Next week is episode 50, guys. Big party. Woo! Woo! Continue to like, follow, and subscribe so you never miss a new epi. And before we get to episode 50, make sure you guys go check out Skates Pro Shop, Skate Sticks, Pucks, and more. We'll see you at the rink. Welcome to the show. It's called Chirpin', yo. And Chirpin' is what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey... Then I'm sure you'll be chirping too. So I started this show with my good friend and my crazy ass cousin. So we get on these mics and we chirp all night. Cuz we're chirping to you. So pull up a chair and grab a brew and listen to chirping.
Japan.